so slight fuck up. Uh, we never pressed the record button. We're about 15 seconds into this episode's recording. So we're going to be taking more shots. No! Time for shot one. Shot one. Here it is. Oh, the lime did help. You can't tell. But all of that went all over my face again. Did that same shit I do. Damn it. The lime helped immensely. The lime was a far better chaser than the, the daiquiri. Oh, it's in my hair. Shot two. If you just shove that lime down your gullet, yep. immediately you taste nothing. Yep. Look at my face. No faces. <laughs> Want to know why? Because that lime shot right down my throat like a porno. Look at this. Look at this bowl. Look how big this bowl is. sucks my face. Onwards to shot three. It's actually shot four because we fucked up. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Yep. I followed your advice this time. Yeah, you just shove that lime straight down your gullet. You taste nothing. No, you were fucking right as hell. Mm -hmm. I know how I'm going to be taking shots. You have pulp in your teeth. <laughs> this is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Your Australian accent improved. Thanks, mate. <laughs> That's better than your usual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's always been weak. It will continue to be weak, but it's okay. No, the more you do it, the better you'll get. Maybe this whole episode should just be you speaking. Speaking with an Australian accent. Yeah. Maybe. Just give Maybe. it a try. Shepherd. Shepherd. Look at my ass while I walk away, Shepherd. <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> 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 That's all you could think to say. <laughs> Darwin. Darwin, Melbourne, Sydney. Melbourne. Hey, you know what? I just realized. Hmm. P. Sherman 42, Wallaby Way, Sydney, right? Is in Australia. Obviously, yes. I knew that. Yeah. But you know what? I never realized. What? Um, why doesn't the dentist have an Australian accent? He does. No. Yeah. What about the children and the mom in the hospital or in the 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 dentist office yeah in the office of the dentist they all have australian accents false every single one of them this cannot be true even the little girl who murders fish no yes your life has been a lie up to this point i don't believe it <laughs> it's true remember he has to go take a shit and he like runs across the dentist's office and they're all waiting for him to do it so they can escape and he goes hold on i gotta see a man about a wallaby oh my god sprints into the bathroom no you're right to drop a load my whole life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Three Shots In, everyone. I am Jake. I'm Jess. And we took shots of... Fuck, what did we take shots of? I noticed of? you skipped over what number episode this is. Do you not know what number episode this is? Look, I'm going to throw a number out there. Okay. But this is not with... I'm going to say with 64% with confidence. <laughs> okay. This is episode 24. I agree. Good, good, good. So episode 24, probably. <laughs> What did we take shots of? Did we take shots of rum? No. Oh, in okay. the beginning of this one? Well, uh, I'm going to be honest. We had to take shots two separate times. That's because the first time you hear us take shots, right before this, we did take shots of crack and rum. I know that. But then we got so hammered, we stopped recording, and it was a night of nonsense, laughter, crying... That is correct. We got insanely hammered. We had the daiquiris. We had four shots of rum. It was not a good mix. Yes. Well, it was a good mix. 
it was just way better than we thought. So in the future, we're probably going to be having many more daiquiris from daiquiris because that place was amazing. It was just a little too good. So we're going to have to uh, maybe we'll take we'll do a two shotter on a daiquiri night. What you heard was shots of rum. What we did tonight was try to polish off the nearly empty bottles in our liquor cabinet because there are way too many. And we took a mix of three liquors in one shot. Yep. That's what we just did. It was gross. Well, tonight we're drinking, what did we call these? Tequila Rickies. Tequila Rickies. And that's because a gin Ricky is gin, simple syrup, lime, and soda, club soda. Mm-hmm. This is tequila, simple syrup. We put lemon, so citrus and... Specifically lemon or lime. Citrus could mean oranges also. Okay, lemon or lime. And we put... Oh, we actually didn't have club soda. We put Topo Chico, some sparkling water. Sparkling water. It's the same thing. Club soda is a little more carbonated. but Sure. Yeah. But this is fine. That is what we're sipping. This is delicious, by the way. Thank you for making these. Oh, you're welcome. Very I like simple. It a lot. Very, very simple. Mm-hmm. The topic tonight, Jessica? The topic tonight... Corrupt cops. Corrupt cops. Um, Did you come up with this idea? I didn't. Interesting. The one who came up with this idea was a listener of the show. Not just a listener. Not just a listener, but also a patron. Hmm. And his name is David. We will not be saying anything about his identity. Except that he's a very important person. He's so important. And we are even more important because he's a fan and patron of the show. Yeah. So thank you, David, for making us so much more important than we used to be. You know that song, like, where everybody knows your name. I do know that. You know that song? Yes. Everybody knows David's name. Thank you, David. Thank you. This was interesting research to do. I definitely enjoyed it. And there was a lot more to find <laughs> than, I, oh, yeah. than I thought. No, this was this was a very, very simple search. Yeah. And very easy to narrow down. Easy peasy. Well, before we get started, Jessica, would you do the honors of spinning the wheel? I will. Here we go. I'm getting so good at that. That was pretty good. Wasn't mm-hmm. as good as my spins, but it was pretty good. I think it was equivalent. I think it's because you're using your non-dominant hand. No, I'm not. Oh, sorry. I forget. You don't have a dominant hand. I. What does it say? What bird would your sibling... B, I believe this was written for me and you specifically. Who suggested? Did someone suggest this? I think one of us came up with this when we were drunk. What bird? Yeah, what bird? What what bird would you be? Um, Well, specifically, not what bird would you be. What bird would your sibling be? I have to decide for you and vice versa. Yes. And I think it'd be fun if we also decided Justine because... She's also a sibling. Since she wanted to start her own podcast while not supporting ours. I know, what a whore! Um... Let's go ahead and roast the shit out of her for a moment Absolutely. After, at the end of this wheel spin. You should decide what bird am I, Jessica? What kind of bird are you? What kind of bird? Um, I want to say that you're kind of like those parakeets. Okay. Meaning like you're not alarmed to see them in, in like someone's house. Like it makes sense. They're in people's houses all the time. And if anything, you think like, oh, maybe I can be friends with this parakeet. But then you have to go through like a full three solid months of being like bitten and harassed by it first. And then you can be friends with it because it's become comfortable with you. That's what you're like. You're like a domesticated parakeet. That was very accurate. Yeah. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Let's think. What bird would you be? You ever seen a, you ever seen a, seen a goose? Yes. So when you see them right from a distance, you're like, oh my gosh, look, it's a goose. She looks so kind. 
I want to go feed this goose maybe, right? Give it some bread, mm-hmm. I don't know, do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you walk up, that bitch just straight attacks you. Okay. Right? And you have no choice but to like grab the goose by the neck and like throw it away, right? But then it comes right back. It does. Comes right back. Stronger than before, mm-hmm. right? It gained power <laughs> in, in that throw. That is you because no matter how deep I roast you, you always come back and you stab me with your words. <laughs> with my hypothetical beak. Yes, always. So that is you. I don't even know what you mean. I feel like you're a better roaster than me. You know, I think I'm more creative than you are when it comes to roasting. Okay. But I think you are sharper. Your knife is sharper. Okay. But also rustier, you know? No. Like it lingers. Like oh. that pain stings. It's, it's a poison knife. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, like I need to get a tetanus shot before I can recover. Gotcha. You mean it's toxic. Yeah. I don't see myself to be as vicious as you do. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know that I agree, but I appreciate your answer. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now on to our bitch sister. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Okay. Uh, See, what bird is she, huh? Okay. Justine is like the bird you never see. But you know is there because there's always shit on your car. Mm. That's what she's like. Yeah. Like, I don't see you. I never see you. But I know you're still there because there's shit on my car. Yeah. There's shit on this window. Look what she did. She shit. Look what she did. She just shit. I was thinking more like Justine's kind of like a penguin. Okay. Okay. And think of how, you know how like penguins swim, right? And they're pretty, they're pretty good swimmers. You know, yeah. they do all their swimming and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I don't know how great of a swimmer she is, but uh, she does swim. And so do penguins. And see, I feel like penguins think, you know, oh, maybe I can swim with dolphins, too. <laughs> and uh, they just well, can't. But there it's, it's a very unrealistic goal well, because there, dolphins don't, there don't are, travel down. to. There, yeah, right. There aren't right. any any dolphins in the Arctic Sea. That's right. There's not many dolphins in Colorado either. That's kind of weird, huh? A strange coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk to you. About my corrupt policeman. Oh, very well. Uh, I dubbed the topic of mine thief chiefs. Thief chiefs. Yes, thief chiefs. Okay. Okay, so Beverly Hills. Okay. Thomas Schmidt joined the Beverly Hills Police Department in August of 1997. All right. After 21 years on the job, Schmidt was sworn in as the chief of police. Oh, in, wow. This is recent. In 2018. Okay. Uh, forgot to mention, this is Beverly Hills, Texas, not the other one, if there are any. Oh. Yeah. Got it. So, yeah, Beverly Hills, Texas. Okay. In March 2021. Oh, my gosh. The Beverly Hills Police Department and the city of Beverly Hills announced that Schmidt was fired, but did not disclose any additional information. On May 3rd, 2021, an indictment, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time reading my writing, was unsealed, stating that a grand jury indicted Schmidt for felony theft. (gasps) Thief. Thief chief. That's right. (laughs) Schmidt allegedly stole money and firearms from the Beverly Hills Police Department on March 26th, about three weeks after he was fired. Schmidt posted bail and faces two to 10 years in a correctional facility. My goodness. Yes, so he was fired for something else. We still don't know, because it's so recent. Yeah. We don't know what he was fired for. So they haven't actually, there's related charges, but not the main charge. He was fired early March. Yeah. This indictment 
is for a th- uh, uh, a thieving of money and firearms March 26th, like three weeks later. Okay. Well, is it possible he was fired? I guess they can't, they wouldn't have fired him if he was under investigation. No, if there he was, if he was fired at the beginning else. of March, like homie had been suspended for a while already. Yeah. 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 So interesting. Maybe we'll have more information if that, you know, gets a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Why does a police chief get fired? I don't know. They're not elected like sheriffs. Probably a serious reason. <laughs> I could imagine. Moving on to Chadburn. Chadburn. This is a this is a place. Chadburn, North Carolina. William Spivy was the chief of police okay. in this Chadburn. All right. Before he resigned on April sixth, twenty twenty one. All of these are recent. Oh, very recent. Oh my God. What if they're listening? Maybe they are. <laughs> I hope they are. Spivey, Spivy was indicted for stealing from the Chadburn Police Department's evidence locker. Oh, no. I know. District Attorney John David called the State Bureau of Investigation to look into the case. We will refer to them as the SBI from now on. Yes. State Bureau of Investigation. Right. Yeah. The SBI recovered a number of stolen firearms that Spivy had sold to friends, family, and acquaintances. There is still, and this is an... A, this is a quote from whoever, an undisclosed amount of firearms unaccounted for. They don't want to say, apparently, how many firearms are still missing from the from the department, but a number are still missing. I mean, that makes sense. They don't want to... This makes them look bad enough. Oh, yeah. Like, of course, they're going to fight over which details get, like, released. Sorry, I saw a note on here that I wrote that put to check my phone. I was not prepared for this. Okay. I wrote these notes like three weeks ago. So your three weeks ago self says to check your phone? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Hold on. Okay, got it. So back to the story. On Monday, April 19th, 2021, Spivy was taken into custody by SBI agents and was charged with check phone. Here it is. 31 felony counts of alter, steal, or destroy evidence. 31 felony counts of embezzlement by public official. Four felony counts trafficking opiates by possession. Oh my God. Four felony counts trafficking opiates slash opioids by transportation. Two counts obtaining controlled substance by prescription misrepresentation. And one count obtaining controlled substance by fraud. Dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. All warrants show that the crimes were committed between August 2018 and March 2021. <laughs> so this is just stuff they could prove in the last three years. Meaning it's probably been going on his entire career. Absolutely. Wow. You don't just you don't just start. No. And in three years rack up what was that? 73 offenses. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, 73 felonies. Oh my god, it's so dense. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely no way that's Dude, when he if started. They, if they can prove half of it, he's over. He's done. <laughs> Yeah. So Spivy is accused of stealing at least, and I put a little note here, says in checked phone. I have it right here. $32,186 in cash, two handguns and a rifle, 367 doses of Xanax, one dose of hydrocodone, 131 doses of Percocet, 26 and a half oxycodone, one oxycontin, one ecstasy pill, two clonazepam pills, three suboxone doses, two doses of MDMA, one dose of alprazolam, 47 doses of methadone, 0.48 and 0.62 equaling a total of 0.1 no, (laughs) 1.1 grams of cocaine, 
three buprofen strips, 10 doses of amphetamine, 11 white pills <laughs> labeled L484. They don't know what they, they are. They have no idea what uh, they are. Pill bottle containing prescription pills and 18, quote, green pills. That's just what they can prove that he took from the evidence locker. That's not all of the charges that he was because they can prove that he stole. They just couldn't prove what was taken. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing this a while. What do you call that? A recycling dealer? <laughs> I don't know. Because he's catching other dealers and then recycling what he finds. I mean, that's just a that's just an asshole. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so Spivy is also accused of providing a false police report in May 2020. He claimed that his 90 count prescription of oxycodone had been stolen and he received an additional 75 pill prescription. Spivy was placed under a $665,000 bond that was then raised to $750,000 after his first court appearance. Due to Spivy's criminal involvement, at least 26 cases open with the Chadburn Police Department were dismissed. 26 cases because were dismissed. he was responsible for them all. Yep. No longer a mystery. Well, no, no, no. That, that's not what that means. That means because his dirty involvement these cases that he handled evidence are null and void. Oh, I thought it was like, no, like no, no, hey, no, this no, is no. missing. We need to know what the deal is. It's gone. No. Okay. It means they arrested someone and they handled evidence and it somehow went by his desk. That case is now, is now tampered Anything with. Anything he's been involved in is compromised. No lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the district, this is the last thing I have here. The district attorney stated that this is all just the tip of the iceberg after a letter to the town manager stated, quote, the town's police department had neglected to send any narcotics for chemical analysis to the state crime lab for a substantial period of time. Apparently, they need to be sending stuff constantly. I mean, he kept every single thing that was supposed to be sent. My God. Which doesn't look like a theft. It looks like he was packaging it and was sending it to the state lab, and he kept it, more than likely. Wow. Yeah. Is that all you had? That's it. That's okay. It. Okay. Well, Short I'm glad you opened with those. Uh, yeah. If I remember correctly, you are going to bring us way the fuck down. I might. <laughs> so basically, the moral of the story from what we learned from you is that this is a very important position and a very delicate one. That wasn't the moral. No. The moral is don't be dumb. Right. Don't make the same mistakes. No. Don't don't steal every single sample of drugs. Right. Send stuff to the state. Just don't send all of it. No. So like, what the fuck is up with all of the, all of those like things up on the internet now of like, oh, you know, government releases secret footage of alien UFO, but like they've been dropping like weekly. Oh yeah. We wanted to talk about that. I haven't been keeping up with it because I've been watching alien videos for so long. It's just not a surprise to me. In fact, a lot of, I won't say a lot of, at least one of the major videos where they were like, we're expecting, stop it. Put your hand down. Don't salute major video. I will salute major videos. <laughs> so I haven't been following any new stuff that's come out. You sound like you have. I haven't been following it. Like, I don't read it. I don't click it. But it's fucking like daily. I see something. Like, oh, the the blah, 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 you know, enter acronym here. Released this video of confirmed UFO, blah, blah, blah. Or like, was this an alien sighting? The... The blah, blah, blah acronyms, again, released this picture of this thing. They don't know what it is and all this stuff. Like, but, like, legitimately, like, government bodies are 
releasing things <laughs> being like, I think we see aliens. It's like, why? Well, why are you releasing all this right now? Oh, if you kept it a secret for that long, why is everybody putting like bringing things into light now all at the same time? Yeah. And I think it's because in the next two to three years, an announcement will be made of the lizard people. <laughs> oh, they are going to announce that they have been here on Earth for decades. Elizabeth will finally come forward and she be will. honest. She be will. Honest. No one drinks beer with via deep throat. No. no one. No, you don't need that direct of a delivery. No, you should not require that. Not with human anatomy. No, no one thanks their husband for being at the house in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. If aliens are as advanced as they would have to be in order to be here, they could eradicate us in a second. Pow, gone. Well, that's what's confusing. There was a, like I said, Terry and I jump around all over, but we saw this interview from Elon Musk. And uh, they were talking about aliens specifically. And he was just like, I don't know, like if they fucking exist and they've got all this crazy, super advanced technology, they're being really fucking subtle about it and doing almost nothing significant with it. Yeah. So, I mean, he's like, I if their motivation is to just be a secret, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do about it or why I should care. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a really good point, because like like I said, right now, right. Or think about it like. A thousand years ago, right, we had weapons that could destroy a building, maybe bring down a wall. Mm -hmm. Today, we have weapons that can destroy large regions, right? Okay. I'm just saying like one weapon can destroy a very, very large region and make it unlivable for decades. Okay. Right? And we've only been to the moon. If we were to get to Mars, maybe by that time, we have a weapon that can destroy a country. By the time we get to fucking Pluto, we have a weapon that can destroy a planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're telling me that these aliens can travel countless light years away, right? Because the nearest fucking star (laughs) system to us is so fucking far that it would take forever to get here. But if they're able to do it, they would have a weapon that can just destroy us. Why would they be scared of us? Well, that's what he's saying is like, if they existed, realistically, if they existed, we would have seen something by now. Meaning like they if they existed, they don't live in this solar system. Unless from the very beginning, they anticipated discovering us and built their entire civilization underground for the purpose of being secret, which why the fuck would they? We wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. If we were to go to another planet, we had the power to destroy them. We're going to land on that planet and be like, hey, we're here to be homies. Don't fucking cross Um, us, though, because we'll fucking end you. I don't agree with that. And that's not what I'm saying. I mean... They began on whatever planet they began on. And they were like, oh, hey, that planet way over there is developing technology where they'll be able to, like, at least get a good look, bird's eye view on what we're, you know, trying to pull off over here. So let's make sure that we're building our societies and cities underground so they can't see us. Let's move everything and make it look like nothing happened here. You know, like, why? He's like, it's just it's he's like, if they exist it doesn't make any fucking sense for us to have literally found nothing provable for the most part. And it also doesn't make sense that like their only interest would be like people's assholes. It just doesn't make sense. You would have learned everything you would need to know by now. Uh, compared to another alien species that can travel hundreds of light years away and look at what we're doing very secretly. We are barely primitives compared to that. Yes. So sure. Like, but that's something I don't know. I've, it's it's I don't want to go down a rabbit hole or anything, 
But of I feel course, like we're getting very intellectual right here. Not really, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but from a scientific perspective, sure, it doesn't make sense. But imagine if it was a a race of alien life forms that didn't experience like actual emotions the way that we did. Okay. A lot of our decisions are driven by our feelings. More like morality. Imagine this alien race doesn't experience that, doesn't understand it and is fascinated by it. And maybe that that is the only value we have to offer. They they're very curious about it. It's driven us to do a lot of great and terrible things. Let's figure it out. You know, like that makes sense to me. And as far as like, you know, sodomizing people, that's yeah. an incredibly traumatic thing for people to experience. So what if it's just a fascination with the after effect that it has on people? Traumatization at all. You're a race of people that doesn't experience morality, emotion, anything like that. You have no ethical value in anything at all. Wouldn't you be scientifically fascinated at the existence of that and it being like the driving factor in so much of what we do? Sure. We're specifically trying to figure out why your head is so fucked up after we poke your butthole. (laughs) 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 Like, why? Why Why does this bother you so much? I don't care when I poke my butthole. (laughs) Why do you care when I poke yours? That's what I mean. Put yourself in their shoes. All this to say, buttholes. Time for a mid-recording break. Oh, so when I was in middle school, everybody was obsessed with getting high off of Robitussin. No one got high off of Robitussin when I was young. Um, uh, You know, it might have been because Robitussin, like cough syrup, went to, you have to be 18 to purchase it. It, they changed it yeah. because of my generation. Yeah, your generation ruined it. Now I couldn't get high. Sorry. Off of Robitussin because of you. I'm sorry. So you're saying if I want to enjoy feeling drunk, I should not ever take Screwball's peanut butter whiskey again? Um. Well, but see, there's a difference. You don't enjoy it, but everyone around you does. <laughs> so do you want to be selfish and not bring joy to the people around you? Wow. So now I'm a joy sucker. You don't want to bring joy to the people listening to this podcast. Do you want to be a selfish, terrible, wet blanket who ruins everything? A big fucking baby who ruins all of the fun everybody else is having. Stop. (laughs) Stop. That is the end of that. Nail polish was a big huffing. Thing when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, nail polish was banned from my school. You couldn't have it anymore. Right. And so people turned to Sharpies and Expo markers. But specifically when it came, came to Expo markers, you could actually get a pretty good huff off of those. How, Not, do, you, how do you know that? Oh, uh, just someone told me. What else was, were people doing when I was young? When I was young. Having really weird sex. Oh, do tell. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um. Oh, you're talking about like the orgies? Yeah. When we were at Five Below. Yeah. You recall. It's the store where everything is $5 and below. Yeah. I found a wall of t-shirts. 
Uh huh. And I only saw one that made me openly laugh in front of strangers. Not just like the inward, like, <laughs> I really want that one. Yeah. Not just air out of the nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I'm demonstrating. Right. I, I, I got Meaning it. Meaning I actually laughed. You're not going to think it's as funny as I did at the moment. And I know I can already feel your judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm scanning all of them. It's a lot of like live, laugh, love type stuff. Like, you know, respect Mother Earth. You know, like, so there's a lot of stuff like that. But then there was a lot of, like, sarcastic, funny stuff, which I enjoyed. And then I find this, what, this, like, army green t-shirt, and it says, Call of Duty, (laughs) Black Plops. (laughs) Wow. And it's the stick figure on a fucking toilet taking a massive dump. And I dug through piles of shirts trying to find it, and it was all gone because everybody bought it. (laughs) Wow. And then I took a risk and bought a t-shirt with Chinese writing on it. (gasps) That was a good risk that paid off. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to say like, you know, I'm stupid white girl, enjoy getting fisted or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jess. Yeah. We went to World Market today mm-hmm. and I purchased something. Oh, yes. Here it is. Vegemite. Vegemite. Oh, mate, you got, you got some Vegemite. Does it? Can you yeah. read the label? Are there vegetables in it? Vegemite, yeast extract, proudly made in Australia since 1923. There's energy, there's fat, saturates, carbohydrates, fiber, protein, salt, B1 vitamin, riboflavin, B3 vitamin, and folic acid all in this bitch. It just smells salty. Savory salty is what it smells like, yeah. It smells like it smells like a meat sandwich jelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. smells like someone made made jelly. But didn't put condiments on it. So it's just that meaty smell. Yeah, they made jelly out of like beef jerky. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, like a slim jim. They made like a slim jim jelly. I feel like that's too much. That I just put on that cracker. That's pretty small. I don't know though. I'm scared. Well, let's dive in head first. There's only yeah. one way to find out. Vegemite. Vegemite. Veg. Vegemite. All right, here we go. Our our first Australian cracker spread. Cracker spread. Cheers. Very underwhelming. It's just incredibly salty. It just tastes like salt. But like so much salt. Yeah. Is it because it gets so hot in Australia? Do people sweat more, so they need more salt? Yeah, one, like the government more, The government more. convinced the populace. Give us a little more. The government oh. convinced the populace that Vegemite is delicious. That way they would in, intake more salt. You ever get those people that are like, oh, can I get, can I get a pizza with extra olives on it? And that's it? Just cheese and olives? No. It's fucking nasty. I hope, I hope you're listening. You know exactly who you are. I hope you're listening. Are people who get only olives? Just extra cheese, olives. Extra, extra olives. You nasty fucks. Are it just Australians a, just glorified English people? It just leaves a salty aftertaste. 
That's all I feel. Do they think this is flavor? The English do. Jessica, stop it. I can't hate Australians. I hate them for this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget, the English and the Australians, they're not that different. They don't really work with spices, I don't think. I think it's just a bunch of salt and pepper. Which is hilarious because they totally had the fucking East Indian trade company by the balls Mm -hmm. for fucking centuries. They used it for fucking tea. What a fucking waste. Fucking waste. Idiots. What an intellectual break that was. It was very intellectual. Yeah. Well, I'm going to intellectually spin this wheel. Okay. Well, what's it say? It says, what's your next tattoo? Oh, oh, it's more relevant to you than to me. So, well, yes, because I have tattoos and you do not. Uh huh. But my next one, glad you asked wheel. My (laughs) next tattoo is going to be, I've decided to make it more of a Kraken than an octopus. Uh, What do you mean by that? I wanted an octopus on my arm, but I wanted like the head to be down towards my wrist and the, the tentacles to be like up on my forearm, mm-hmm. right? Kind of wrapping around just a little bit where you can see it on this side, but not not a lot. You know, you'd be like, oh, what's he got going on there? Yes. And like, bam, I flip my arm and there it is. But I don't want the head to be round on the bottom. Yeah. I want it to come to a point. Like a squid. Like a squid. But I want it to be like a point and then like come out to like two additional points and then come down to like the head. You want it to have the mantle of a squid. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But like, the tentacles of an octopus and like the weird flappy octopus arms. <laughs> like I don't want it to have the long like squid arms and like and they also have tentacles, but they have like the two distinct arms. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I like the octopus arms. I feel like that's the classic kraken. It's like a hybrid, like the legs are the cool octopus ones, but the body is the more interesting shaped squid bodies. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I've decided, you know, more like a kraken. Okay. Isn't that right there? You're choosing the aesthetically pleasing Kraken? Yeah, yeah. I think it would look better on my arm. Mm -hmm. But um, I have so many tattoo ideas. So many. I know I want to get, because, you know, this is going to be my sticker arm over here. Okay. Or I'm just going to get, like, a random sticker. Are you talking about the arm that already has a sticker on it? Yeah, it does have a little sticker right there. And it'll have multiple stickers on it um, of just, you know, random things that I love. Such as? I love Harry Potter, right? Love it. Read the books, all of them multiple times. Listened to all the audiobooks. Watched all the movies multiple times. Love them. Um, and so I was like, you know, I would, I would like a Harry Potter sticker on my arm, right? But I was like, I don't want to be like everyone else. You know, I don't want, I don't want a, a dark mark on my arm. I don't want a Deathly Hallows on my arm. I want something unique. And so I thought, what better than Hedwig? With one of the wings snapped uh, with little X's on the eyes because he is she is dead. You want a dead wig? I want dead wig tattoo. (laughs) Everyone who knows Harry Potter will look at that and think, oh, my God, you monster. (laughs) (laughs) You have dead head wig on your arm. And I'm like, yeah, I do. It's right there. It's beautiful. (laughs) It was pretty funny. That's what I want. So I'm going to get a dead wig tattoo. Okay. Um, As far as so I have no tattoos. Yes, I know this. This canvas is blank. Uh Uh-huh. But I love tattoos. I think they're very cool. I'm just a very indecisive person because you can't go back and change it. I I tend to overthink things like, oh, my God, it's permanent. What am I going to do? 
Um, but I, like you, have a just a love for the creepy look of like octopus tentacles. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and so I've seen a lot of them, a lot of really well done octopus tentacle tattoos. I guess it's just it's the entire body, but it's just the placement is very cool. And sometimes like the scenes that are involved in the tattoo are very cool. I just have no idea what I would go with first. I don't think it would be a large tentacly piece. I've talked to Terry about it, though. This show and all the research we've done on certain episodes has shown me that what fascinates me most are the things that terrify me. Okay. I think that the octopus is very creepy and gross looking, but also like there's something creepy beautiful about it. Yes. Same with the ocean. I fucking hate it. I hate the deep sea. I hate everything inside it. But there's something creepy beautiful about all those things, sure. too. Sure, yeah. You know, so I, I talked to Terry about it, and I was like, would you? Would it actually bother you if I was covered in images like that, of just all these creepy things, like from my favorite horror movies, characters from my favorite like shows, and a lot of it's going to be very creepy. Are you sure you're okay with that? Because you're going to see it every time we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. Like, obviously, there's going to be more. I'm going to, like, I feel like I'm going to get a tattoo that I love. You're just going to get like Jason Voorhees over one nipple and, and Mike Myers over the other. Yeah. No, because I actually, I, I did enjoy those movies, but I don't have a love for them necessarily. Okay. I think I'm going to get a xenomorph tattooed on me at some point. I love, <laughs> I love them. I love that franchise. A xenomorph is an alien from, from the movie alien. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, a lot of the stuff I choose isn't just going to be on my arms and stuff, you know. Can you still pork me with a, xeno- Even though a xenomorph you have, in your you face? you have a xenomorph in your muff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, with like the, the scorpion tail pointing right down into it. Yep. Wrapping around my thigh. Yep. You know what with I mean? The, with its like second mouth grabbing and pinching your nipple. That's a long... You, that's a really big tattoo then. That's a big tattoo. It's a big job. Yeah. It probably will be a really cool tattoo. Can we still pork when you see that? Terry said he's good with it. I want to hear your story, Jessica. My stories. Tell me your stories. My stories. Tell them to a slightly less drunk Jake who will actually listen. Okay. Because the last Jake that listened to these stories wasn't listening. Wasn't at all. listening even slightly. Was yes. was fighting to to maintain consciousness. I recall. Okay. Here we go. So I looked up some corrupt cops. Okay. It's a lot to find, a lot more than I expected. And you knew about these two people more than I did. And they are Louis Epolito and Steven Caracapa. Oh, yes. Now, I don't actually, I didn't actually do notes on them. I had no idea how prominent they were. Yes. They, they're very well known, their story. Uh, they are also known as the Mafia Cops, for those of you out there. David, you may know who these were. They are, or were, two NYPD detectives who, in 2006, were convicted of labor racketeering, extortion, narcotics, I'm assuming that's possession and distribution, as well as illegal gambling, obstruction of justice, eight murders, and conspiracy to commit murder. They were both sentenced to life in federal prison, and they have both died since of old age, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, old age. Well, I mean, shit, they didn't get arrested until they were, like, very post-retirement. Already old, yeah. yeah. I mean, go figure, they had this, like, crazy track record, and uh, they were called the Mafia Cops because they did all of this 
um, because they were involved with the mafia. They were literally hitmen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were straight up involved with the Italian mob. Yeah. And... What group? Uh, I thought it was the Gambino crime family. I think so. I just, um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't do research on them. I decided since they were so big that I would try to find... Mind you, that is that is an educated guess. Okay. It's not the actual answer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I believe it was the Gambinos that they were involved with. And they started as street cops, just like every other cop does in New York. Worked their way up to detectives. Became they partners. They P2s or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know how their, their system oh, I works. Guess. But yeah. became detectives. Became partners with each other. <laughs> Both of them, mobsters, became partners with each other and were able to do whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. And so they did. Uh-huh. So, yeah, super huge news. They've died since then. It's a really wild story. If you're interested in learning more, uh, I suggest you do some research. You'll find it immediately. It's right there. And because of that, I decided to look for names that weren't as well known. So if you have ever done any research on corrupt cops, I know for a fact you've heard of these people. I'm going to move on to people you may not have heard of. Jessica Dever Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi? Jacuzzi. Can't believe we don't have a jacuzzi. Can you believe it? We don't have a jacuzzi. Former Tempe, Arizona police officer who botched a five-month-long drug investigation in 2013. Who she fucked? The dealer. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) So she ended up sleeping with him for two months and then eventually confessed to him that she as well as two other female officers were actually like a part of his investigation and uh, his name was Ryan Liming I believe that's how you pronounce it that's how it looks Um, he was being being investigated for dealing MDMA Molly Ecstasy blah 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 sure party Um, drugs yes and as would be appropriate they met him in a club or a bar or something yeah, so it sounds like club drugs. Party yeah, drugs. it was her and two these two undercover cops, so two chicks. They, you know, found him in the bar. He supplied them, and it was in June 2013. And they began to sleep together in August. And then by the time October rolled around, she ended up telling him everything, Jesus. all of it, including, you know, everything about the two like women he'd met. So he'd already seen them, seen their faces, all of that. And so not only did she expose herself and I mean, literally, oh my God, uh, tell him all of this information. She also warned him of an upcoming bust that had been planned for a while. Oh no. Yeah. So Liming's response to all of this, can you guess what it may have been? No. Oh my God. Did he rat on her? Liming went to the police and informed them of his sexual (laughs) relations (laughs) with Deborah Jacuz and Everything that she had told him, he told them that she had mentioned she was planning on leaving her husband, Oh no! which, you know, divorce proceedings and separation, none of that had started yet. So her husband was very taken aback by all of this information. I'm going to I'm going to make a guess from from personal knowledge. Yeah. Um, She's a female cop. Yep. Was her husband, in fact, a male cop? Yes. Mm. In the same department, as far Mm. as I could tell. Uh huh. Uh, he actually heard about all of this, was very taken aback by it, as I said, and was reprimanded and like docked pay and all that shit because he looked up his file illegally. He wanted to see him. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's Yikes. understandable, but he got yeah, he got a he got put in timeout for that. <laughs> now, 
she was like I said she was planning on leaving he he had told her or she had told him that she was planning on leaving leaving her husband even referred to her husband as her ex when they were together and he made a point to explain to the police that he had absolutely no emotional ties to her <laughs> Liming also reported that he didn't believe that she meant to be malicious and leaking the information about herself and these other two officers the females but just that she had been exceptionally careless wow so obviously investigations began immediately and evidence <laughs> yeah. was ample she ended up resigning and pled guilty the February the following year pled guilty to what obstruction of justice probably I didn't I didn't look at the charges but like that's not th- too bad there, there were plenty yeah. based off of you know she probably just got for some probation I I wouldn't know I didn't like I said I didn't look uh, into it it depends the judge might want to make an example because she's a cop so it's a pretty knows? big deal oh yeah that's huge like I hope I hope he did, he or she. So that was pretty bad. Very messy, very sloppy. Yeah. No, that's that's dirty. Yeah. And look, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not making a stereotype about female cops always fucking the like perp or whatever. <laughs> but Hollywood always makes the female cop fuck the perp, right? Every TV show, every movie, the female cop fucks the bad guy always. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Uh, nuh-uh. Hit me. Clarice Starling didn't. Oh, yeah, no, she didn't fuck an old man. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> it was Anthony Hopkins. Okay, first of all, she wasn't a cop. She's a federal agent, Jessica. That's a cop. No, that is a federal agent. It's a kind of cop. No, it's a federal agent. She's an investigator. She was a, oh, shit, what was the, what was the, what's the term? I don't know, one of those criminal mind motherfuckers. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, super bad. And I can only think of... Profiler! (laughs) (laughs) There it is. She's a profiler. I can only think of one in my... Just because I I don't watch as much like crime-related shit as you. Fictional shit, anyway. Yeah. Um, All of it's fictional. (laughs) Yeah. The only female cop I can think of who just, like, fucking, like, passed it out to everybody who showed up on her doorstep was the sister in Dexter. Oh, yeah. Deborah... Yeah. Deborah. Oh, yeah. No, she just handed it out. Mm -hmm. Just like it was, you know, just casual, like free, you know, it's 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 free pussy Wednesday. You're a drug dealer. Deal this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? What? You like to cut off women's fingers and paint them weird. Finger this. Yeah. Finger this. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Probe me. Yeah. Wait, it went aliens. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) And then they, they made another season. So I guess, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been keeping up with it. I have no idea where it is now. But anyway, so yeah, that was pretty bad. Very sloppy, very poor decision making. Moving on to someone named Manuel Pardo. Manuel Pardo. Okay. So Manuel Pardo had an excellent police record. This story I'm telling you, it begins in, I'm pretty sure like the 70s. Okay. Manuel Pardo, excellent police record. He graduated top of his academy, became a decorated policeman. There was this like whole like newspaper story where he rescued a two-year-old's life, committed all these like acts of valor. He was very, very well known sure. and, and well reputed until he was fired from Florida Highway Patrol for falsifying traffic tickets in 1979. Falsifying traffic tickets? Yeah. <laughs> he was he he was fucking Highway Patrol. Yeah. I've never heard of a decorated highway patrolman. You have now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. It's rescuing people. I don't know. Traffic but collisions. But why, why, what are you falsifying traffic tickets for? I, but well, see, this is what's confusing to me is like, what do you mean by that? And how did they prove it? Like someone was like, hey, I got a ticket for going 50 in a 45 and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do that. The judge would literally look at you in the face and be like, mm, okay, you're going to pay your ticket. How do you prove it? <laughs> you can't prove shit. That's what I'm saying. So like whatever he did, he no, wasn't hold fucking on, hold good on. at it. You can if you have a little like dash cam thing that can read your like speed and shit. But I'm going to go ahead and Nobody assume. Nobody aims that camera at their speed. No, no, no. It's, some of them can tell you how fast you're going. Okay. Like my car insurance, it's an app on my phone. Yeah. It can tell how fast I'm going. Okay. And like how how fast I take turns and shit. That's why my my rate with this car insurance is so low. And it's because I drive at fucking California speeds up here in Texas where everything's fast. <laughs> <laughs> and so my my car insurance thinks I'm the safest motherfucker in the world. Anyway, I'm gonna assume they didn't have this technology in the seventies. No, they did not. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but that's another thing that's confusing, like I said. Like, so what does it mean he wrote up some traffic tickets? I assume it's speeding violations. Like, I, I don't know that that's true. But, like, what else could it be? Like, you know. you illegally merged. No, I didn't. Oh, your, okay. Now your taillight's out. No, my taillight isn't out. Now it is, you piece of shit. <laughs> Here's your ticket. Yeah. So, anyway, whatever whatever the circumstances were, he got dinged for it, and he was fired. Now, shortly after that instance in uh, 1979, he was hired again by the police department in Sweetwater, which is a small city in the Miami-Dade County, also in Florida. Sweetwater. Sweetwater. That is the river in the Riverdale comics. Sweetwater River. Thank you, Jacob. You're welcome. Thank you. Maybe maybe they're connected. I wouldn't have known that without you. (laughs) Now, um, he was fired again. Jesus Christ. In 1985 um, for testifying in a fellow officer's drug trafficking trial and was proven to have lied under oath, claiming that he and the other officer were actually international undercover agents. Whoa. It's a big lie in a courtroom. Yeah. I don't know why he said it. An easily provable lie. (laughs) Very easily provable, I assume. I mean, go figure, it was. They were able to show that he lied under oath and he was fired. And that's a really weird fucking thing to lie about. I don't know why he did. We're international agents. Yeah. The story, his story, Manuel Pardo, it started off very, I don't know, just like like things were going great. Very happy. Good Uh stuff. Good cop. And then it became very Florida man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this that was really weird that you said that. I don't know why you said that. So I was like, okay, well, where are we going? What's well, going to happen next? From from my knowledge of television, he was fired from this second police job. He got hired on at a, as another policeman in a very small town. Am I am I correct? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. He got fired from his first job as the like highway patrolman. Uh huh. And then got he was fired. hired by Sweetwater. Yeah. Got fired because he was like, nah, I'm an international undercover agent. Fuck you. You just, I'm so high up. You don't even know. Right. And they did. So he was fired. And I thought, that's really weird. Is it going to get weirder? And I was right. Pardo became very obsessed with Hitler. Whoa. Super obsessed with Hitler. <laughs> Whoa. Um, we are taking a left turn. Where did Hitler come in? I have no clue. I have no clue, but it said it in multiple articles that specifically he developed some kind of Hitler obsession. I don't know that that's true. It was just said over and over, so I'm, it's in here. And over a three-month period in 1986, 
Pardo murdered nine people. Whoa. Nine. Whoa. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> <laughs> You're so pathetic. You're so pathetic. What else was I supposed to do? <laughs> what choice did I have? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Prado? Pardo. Pardo. Okay, became obsessed with Hitler and then murdered nine people. He murdered nine people and he confessed. So it was six men and allegedly three women. All of them were related in the illegal drug trafficking arena. Okay. He confessed to killing the six men uh, and admitted that it was because of their association with the drug world. He felt he was doing the world a favor. And as he was no longer an employed officer, decided to resort to vigilantism. Sure. He took photos of his victims. Oh. And he recounted some details in his diary, which was found along with newspaper clippings about the murders up on his walls. Pardo was linked to the killings after using the credit cards that he stole from his victims, and his attorneys had tried to block his inevitable execution. <laughs> Ah. By arguing that he was mentally ill, unfit, unstable, but federal courts, they just didn't buy it. Yep. Weren't having it. And so uh, there were there was a lot. It was kind of heavy of like all the things he wanted to go on record saying before his execution. So there was a lot of it. I, I kept some stuff out, kept other stuff. So I'm going to read you what I kept. Okay. This is from Manuel Pardo himself. Quote, I am a soldier. I accomplished my mission and I humbly ask you to give me the glory of ending my life and not send me to spend the rest of my days in state prison. This is uh, something he said to his jurors in 1988. Quote, I never harmed those three women or any female. I took the blame as I knew I was doomed and it made no difference to me at this time having six or nine death sentences. He wrote that on December 11th. This was hours before his execution. Quote, I don't want this hanging over my head especially these last few minutes of life. My war was against men who were trafficking in narcotics and nobody else. Ah. Yeah. It's kind of sexist. What? So women can't traffic drugs too? I mean, I guess they can, but he was a gentleman, you know? Mm. If I'm killing drug traffickers, male or female, you trafficking, I'm killing. No, listen, I'm on your side. Like, yeah. you remember the lady you talked about in the drug episode? Oh. The godmother? Yeah, Griselda Blanco. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fucking badass she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she got assassinated. Yeah, she did. And she earned it. She did. More than earned it. Anyway, so fun facts about Pardo. Okay. He was dubbed the Death Row Romeo after he huh. corresponded with dozens of women after his, uh, <laughs> his sentencing and persuaded many of them to send him money. Money? Money. I thought you were going to say little nudies. Con like nudes or conjugal visits or some shit? No, they just sent him a bunch of cash. I don't know why. Damn. He's a smooth talker. Fucking baller. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, in the 2015 top-down shooter video game, Hotline Miami 2, wrong number. <laughs> Guess who's one of the playable characters <laughs> and is an unhinged Miami Police Department homicide detective named Manny Pardo, who uses his authority to go on violent rampages for the good of Miami. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and there's been a lot of speculation, actually, because this was such a big deal when it happened, that Dexter Morgan... I was just about to say, I keep getting con him confused. You said Manuel Prado. Pardo. Fuck, Pardo. I keep getting him confused with the character in Dexter named Miguel Prado. Miguel Prado. Yes. Yes. Played by, oh, what's his name? 
I don't remember. Oh, uh, it fucking Bail Organa. Bail Organa. Yeah. He's in Star Wars. He's yeah. Such yeah. Jimmy. Damn. Jimmy. 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 No, you're on it. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Whatever. He has. He's a white ass name, but he's a Mexican. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forget what his name is. But yes, you kept saying Manuel Pardo. And in my head, I'm like, oh, this sounds like Miguel Prado. Miguel Prado. Yes. Yeah. No, Who was people, my favorite character oh, in the entire so, Dexter Morgan so series. great. Yes. And I'm so sad that he only lasted one season. One season. I understand. He took the show. Spoiler alert. My bad. So Dexter Morgan, a fictional serial killer and vigilante. It's thought that maybe Dexter's story was inspired by his like vigilanteism type of thing. His actual, oh. you know, legitimate murders. Yeah. And then also it's thought that Miguel Prado was heavily inspired. He was a district attorney, if I recall correctly, who decided to take matters into his own hands yes. and fucking kill pieces of shit out, mm-hmm. out in the streets of Miami. Yes. Yeah. No, I thought he was my favorite character. He, he got a little unhinged at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, he started just, you know, killing people he didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little unhinged. Got a little crazy. But before that, he was my favorite character on the show. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there is a a physical resemblance between him, the actual guy, uh, Manuel Pardo, and Dexter Morgan. Oh. And no, it's like a Hispanic sounding name, but he doesn't look like that. He does look like Dexter, though. And I'll show you. Yeah, whoop it out. See it. Oh, oh, look, he kind of looks like a like a chunky Dwight Schrute. He's very um, Ed Kempery, but small. Oh, yeah. No, no. That was a great way to describe him. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's got that kind of vibe. He's like a little dweeby. He looks like a serial killer. Yeah. 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 Like there's something else going on in there. Absolutely. He looks like like he witnessed a possession when he was nine years old. (laughs) You know what I mean? No. But sure. <laughs> now we're going to move on from him. That was who I did. I'd say the most research on. And I did have to cut a lot of it. I wanted to be concise. I didn't want to talk about just like one person the whole time. Sure. So we'll move on now to Craig Payer. Is it Craig or is it Craig? I have no idea. What do you? Oh, let's decide now. What, how do um, you want to do it? I've decided that Craig? I absolutely hate it when people say Craig. Craig. And so I only say Craig. <laughs> 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 like okay. I'm, I've met one person who was like, no, it's it's Craig, not Craig mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I hate that. And so now I call everyone if I see their name is 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 Craig or whatever, Craig, because it just hurt, just hurts everyone's ears. And so it's like yes. calling someone named Kirsten Kirsten or vice versa. Yeah. They really hate it. Yeah. So Craig, Craig. OK, Craig Payer, California Highway Patrol officer. What is up with the highway patrolman? He had a habit of directing young women who were alone mm. onto unfinished off ramps. Mm. One in particular was a favorite where he would coerce them into sex. Sometimes they'd be down, sometimes they weren't, but it would happen anyway. Right. Now, December 27th, 1986, around the same time that like Pardo's bullshit was happening, Payer pulled over 20 year old Kara Knott and Kara must have spurned his advances. Ah, I see. I highly doubt she was the only one to have done this, but I'm just assuming she put up a real good fight. She was the first one to go down, kill this he killer. Payer beat her with his flashlight and then strangled her with a rope. Oh, shit. After he murdered her, he threw her body off a 65-foot-high abandoned bridge into a dry creek bed, where her body was discovered the next morning by police. Yikes. Yes. So two days later... A local television station was covering the woman's murder when a reporter interviewed Payer. Mm. 
and asked him to inform viewers on how to stay safe on the road from predators. Oh, Craig. During the interview, (laughs) during the interview, Craig had visible fresh scratches on his face. No. (laughs) (laughs) It just so happened, you know, with all that going on, after this particular segment aired, this interview with him, a number of women called in to the police station to complain about Payer's inappropriate advances and more. Right. Um, And an investigation found that the murder weapon was still in his fucking car. (laughs) It it was obvious enough, even in the 80s, that it was the murder weapon. So there it was. And uh, so was plenty of other evidence. So needless to say, Craig was arrested on January 15th, 1987. He was found guilty and sentenced to 25 years to life in 1988. He is still alive today. Oh. Still trying to appeal. Because he didn't do it. Because he maintains his innocence (laughs) and has since been denied parole three times. Yikes. Kara's sister, Cheryl, um, she's got a Facebook page up there if anybody's interested in checking that out. Cheryl. Um, Sorry, Cheryl Knott. Cheryl Knott. Look her up. Yes. And we're going to move on to Justin Volpe. Oh. Sound familiar? Yep. Volpe sounds very familiar. Now, on August 9th, 1997, Volpe and other officers responded to a report of a fight that broken out in a nightclub in East Flatbush in Brooklyn. Volpe arrested 30-year-old Abner, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name, Luima? Lima? Can I see it? Yeah, it, well, I'll spell it for you. L-O-U-L-U-I-M-A. Ima. Luima? Luima? I-M-A. Yeah. L-O-U-I-M-A. Luima. Luima. Whatever. Volpe arrested 30-year-old Abner Luima after Luima allegedly punched him in the stomach Mm. when he arrived to break the fight up. On the way to the police station, Volpe and his partner beat Luma with their Mm. fists, nightsticks, and their police radios. (laughs) Brought the radios out? I guess so. Uh, the (laughs) The abuse only continued after they arrived to the station. Volpe kicked Luma in the groin and then squeezed his testicles. In the washroom of the station, another officer held Luma down while Volpe sodomized him with the handle of a plunger. Oh, Jesus Christ. Before ramming the handle of this plunger into his mouth so hard that he broke his teeth. Oh. It was fucking brutal. Yeah. Luma spent two months in the hospital and required three major surgeries. Fuck you. I had to salute. You didn't have you, to salute You mentioned that. major surgeries. I, I must on salute. You. The hospital officials claimed that they didn't believe the story that Luma told them about what had happened and how he had received those injuries. But they did decide to handle it responsibly and they reported his his story to internal affairs. And First it just, of all, fucking rats. <laughs> it's the hospital. Fucking rats. They have a responsibility. Disgusting. Second of all, I totally get it because there's no way that he, you know, fell down the stairs and got sodomized. <laughs> well, that, that's not what they said. I guess at the time, whatever it was, they, I, I'd looked into it. They thought that he had just had some like really kinky sex as, as like a gay man. Whoa, that's what he tried to. That's what they told him to say. 
They didn't tell him to say... He never said any of that. He never, like, said it was anything oh. other than what it is. He was telling the truth, but it sounded so crazy and far-fetched to them. They were like, that sounds like a really crazy, unbelievable story. Oh, I see what What's you're more believable is other things that we have seen more than once. Sure. It's fucking Brooklyn. Like, they've seen it. Sure. They were like, okay, I mean, it's consistent with that kind of thing. That's probably more likely... We don't believe what you're saying, but that doesn't matter. We'll still report it because you're saying it. We have a responsibility to do that. So they passed it on to Internal Affairs, and they investigated Volpe and eventually arrested him Ah. because the evidence was pretty clear. Sure. Once they were able to actually investigate it anyway. On December 13th, 1999, Volpe was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. He didn't murder him. But think of how much he violated, and he lied the whole way through. Damn. Yeah. Now, uh, so after he received that time, he admitted after his sentencing that he made a mistake. Oh. Also, that Luma wasn't even actually the person who punched him. (laughs) He sodomized the wrong dude? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He went ass to mouth with a plunger on the wrong dude. Yes. Yes. Now... This is not a fun fact, but it is a fact that I thought was interesting. Okay. He tried to appeal to get out early because he was scared of COVID. Oh, this is recent. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. It was denied. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They were like, sorry, deal with it. Yeah, sorry. So was fucking everyone else. (laughs) Live or die, bitch. (laughs) What you gonna do? Yeah. (laughs) What you gonna do? All right. Moving on to Sydney Dorsey. Dorsey was sheriff of DeKalb County in Georgia. From 1996 to 2000. During his time as sheriff, allegations of corruption. Uh In August 2000, he lost a runoff election to a man named Derwin Brown. Three years, I'm sorry, three days after Brown was supposed to take office, he was shot 12 times in front of his house by Patrick Cuffey, who worked for Dorsey's private security force. And Dorsey confessed to ordering the hit on Brown. He said he was very angry over the election and stressed out from a failing marriage and a sexual harassment lawsuit. It was also alleged that Brown was assassinated in order to stop from looking into the corruption that plagued Dorsey's office. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 12 times. Seems very redundant. Very. Um, On July 10th, 2002... Dorsey was sentenced to 23 years for corruption and received a life sentence for Brown's murder. Whoa. See, those judges didn't fuck around. Oh. Mm Mm-mm. I wonder, what kind of evidence did they have? Because, like, just someone saying, oh, yeah, that guy hired me to do it, that's not enough. You know what I mean? No. That's damn near hearsay. It's a little better than hearsay. Well, considering, though, like, imagine he was, like... They were conducting an actual election for that position. Sure. There are teams of people supporting him and supporting... Oh, she think multiple people knew that he fucking called a hit? I think a lot of people saw a lot of little things that added up to mm. a lot of solid evidence. Yeah. Consistent enough that they were able to make One it happen. Idiot. I wouldn't know, but yeah. One idiot. Yes. Twelve times. Idiot. Yeah, idiot. A fool. Not that I'm suggesting he should have done it differently or smarter. I'm glad he was I'm not. I'm just saying, moral of the story, if you're going to call a hit on someone, be smarter about it. You know I, what I mean? Just don't don't call hits on people. Just don't do that. But if you have to. But don't, though. No, but if you have to. But don't. If you're going to lose an election and you need to call a hit, that way you can win the election, Jessica, That just be smarter about it. No, don't do that. Just don't call hits. 
You lost the election. Don't get caught calling hits. I see what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. It's the same thing as we said before. This is redundant, Jessica. My God. Last up, Stephanie Lazarus. 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 That's her last name? That is her last name. It's a cool-ass last name. You said that last time. Oh, shit. (laughs) I am me. (laughs) That is fucking cool. Now, also in the 80s, around the same time, Pardo and that other fucking dude were conducting their business. In December 1985, John Rutan broke off his relationship with police officer Stephanie Lazarus and married a critical care nurse named Sherry Rasmussen. On February 24th, 1986, not long after, Rasmussen was found beaten and shot to death. Oh, her case, shit. Her case was initially ruled a robbery gone wrong because of her BMW being missing. While the case sat cold for 24 years, Stephanie Lazarus, an officer with the LAPD, Oh, no. Was promoted to the rank of detective in charge of art and forgery. Oh, I mean. What? I mean, that's a promotion in name. You know what I mean? Art and forgery. I would have no clue. You're going to go be a detective for art and forgery. Okay. What does that mean? It's a lame ass job. She was promoted. Go work vice like a real man. (laughs) (laughs) And it was only in 2009, during a review of cold cases, that Lazarus finally became a suspect in the Rasmussen case. Wait, what year? 2009. The year I graduated high school. Yeah, what the fuck? How come we didn't hear about this shit? I have no idea. Dad doesn't tell us everything. I was fucking 12, 13 years old. That motherfucker didn't tell me that one of his detectives that he knew. Yeah. He obviously had to have at least come across this person. Uh Uh-huh. And he's not going to fucking tell us? Oh, yeah, this bitch is getting fucking arrested and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, stupid dad. Especially Lazarus. I wouldn't have forgotten that. He shouldn't have. Anyway. Yeah. So 2009, she's now a suspect in this cold case. An undercover officer tails her, eventually, very sneakily, collects a data, a DNA sample. And uh, it was compared to the DNA sample taken from a bite found on Rasmussen's body. Mm. And it matched. Oh, she bit that bitch? Oh. It was, it was brutal. She bit her. Bitter. Beat her, shot her, bit her. I don't know what order, but... <sighs> Hopefully in that order. Maybe not. It was shot. Probably, it was probably beaten, bit, shot. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Lazarus what an was an idiot. Con- she was she con- was a cop and she put her fucking teeth on yeah, that body. Absolute moron. <laughs> um, anyway, Lazarus was convicted of first degree murder in May 2012 and sentenced to 27 years in prison. I feel like that's light for first degree murder. Me too. 27 years? But it's not like Especially I have... Especially to have gotten away with it for fucking 24 years that's firsthand. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's what... I, I don't know. I I didn't look into it. I didn't have time to get into detail with all these all these yeah. like individual cases. So I don't know I don't know what all was involved in that, but that was her sentence. Damn. You think she came to any of our birthday parties? Almost for sure she was at some of those barbecues. <laughs> you remember them? The big ass. Yeah, like they they would rent out like a huge fucking portion of Griffith Park. Yeah. There were all these families running around and having like, you know, grilling up shit. Yeah. Sharing food. Yeah. She was right there. We didn't even know. We shared burgers with this bitch. For sure. Yeah. Or hot dogs or something. Mm Mm-hmm. We probably bought like- We were biting into burgers, uh not knowing that she bit into a woman. (laughs) (laughs) We had no idea. No idea. No clue. Damn. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to ask dad about that motherfucker didn't tell us about Miss Lazarus. 
that he heard about it for sure. Even if obviously like, don't get me wrong, I don't. I'm not under the impression that Dad knew every single LAPD LAPD officer no, at that time. But I guarantee he met her. Whether he knew her or not, he met her. They were acquaintances at least. Maybe that's why he didn't say anything. Because around that time was when Mom and Dad divorced. What? And he didn't want us to know that he knew fucking murderers. That's cool as hell. Why wouldn't, <laughs> why wouldn't he tell us that? <laughs> I don't know. Also, I mean, you know, just side note, legally, he's not supposed to do that, I don't think. But oh my God. Okay, who are we going to tell? I would never broadcast this <laughs> live and openly. <laughs> we'll find out, listeners. That's it. That's my, that is my last person on the list. Well, that's show. fucking wild, dude. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. I'm glad I was sober enough to hear this stories, these stories. Well, that what was crazy is that it, it, like, the first one where the chick is like, you know, oh my God. This fucking, you know, ecstasy dealer is so fucking hot. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm gonna get naked and I'm gonna have yeah. sex with this man, oh, even though so even though I'm married. Yeah. So I, I was curious because I was like, is he an actual like attractive person? Did you look him up? I did. And? Um. Yeah. He looks like okay. he he's he looks like the um the actor from Prison Break, the older the big brother, not oh the, like not the, the skinny like the, guy, the stocky one. Yeah. Okay. He looks like that. Okay. Like almost exactly, but sure. but wider. Sure, 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 sure. I can see someone risking their entire life and career. You can? Because I couldn't. I just, I was curious. No, I couldn't see that happening for, for me personally. For reasonable people. But for someone, yeah. For a horny woman who doesn't want to be married anymore and is stupid? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's because she doesn't have a jacuzzi. Can you believe it? Can you believe we don't have a jacuzzi? Yeah. That's why. She was mad. How come my name be Jacuzzi and I don't have a Jacuzzi? <laughs> that was exactly it. That's why she cheated um, with the drug dealer. Yeah, she was the that was the first story I found that the first story I actually like clicked on and looked into. Well, damn. Crazy stuff. Thank you, David. Thank you, David, for this topic. We will be hitting this topic in a part two at some point in the future because there was a lot. There's a lot to find. So next we spin the wheel. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, spin it. We need to dust that. Got a little, yeah, got a little dust off that spin. Mm. Okay. Well, Jessica, you landed on the animal you least want to be attacked by. That's very relevant at the moment. You and I and Terry just watched a video. Damn it. That was my answer. About animal attacks. Yeah. I don't think you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Are you going to say a group of bears? No. That's what I thought you were going to say. Uh-uh. I wasn't going to say that either. What? Okay, you go first. I was going like, to say a fucking monkey, a fucking chimpanzee or orangutan or fucking baboon or some shit. Yes. Yeah. Because those motherfuckers, like, they can't kill you instantly. They're strong. But they're not strong enough to kill you instantly. Like, no. They'll they're going to they're gonna rip to off your limbs. They're going to punch you in the chest until mm-hmm. you're, until it caves in and you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. And they're going to eat you. Probably not, actually. No? They're going to eat. Not. They'd eat me, at least. Eat, yep. No, you'd probably. They'd probably eat me. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, he smells good. I'm going to eat him. Well, I smell good, too. I just mm. feel like it'd be out of spite. I'd get pooped on or something. Oh, uh, they'd throw their poop at you? No, I'd be dead already, and they'd, like, poop on me or something. Like, squat over your face and just poop? Yeah. Yeah. I'd get pooped on. I'd poop on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so- I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> Anyway, what I was going to say was fucking hippos. 
Oh, dear God. Do you remember? So someone, scary. So someone had this, we were watching this video of all these like random ass, like near death animal attack type things. And uh, there's this, there's this group of people in a speedboat or whatever. And all you see is this huge fucking shadow with this enormous wake, like just yeah. buzzing through the water. It's so fast. I thought it was a whale or a shark. I thought, or I thought it was going to be something really big. Even like a crocodile, like because it was like it was very swampy and like murky water and uh-huh. all that stuff. It's obviously a river too, and I was like, "Oh shit, that, that's going to be an enormous fucking crocodile." No, it was this fat ass, blubbery, like angry ass hippo that just wanted to crush them. Just wanted to crush them. Yes, I learned within the past like decade how terrible and dangerous hippos are. They're fucking scary. They they, they murder people all the time. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Uh uh-uh. uh. God, and their bites. Uh-huh. And you're so that's powerful. Another one. They fucking hide and wait for people to walk by. <laughs> they do. It's scary. <laughs> and they're would, so fat. They have no business. You wouldn't look at a hippo and think, oh yeah, that's a predator. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they're like like flicking their asshole with their tail. They've got like this diarrhea poop. Have you seen those? Yes, yes, those I have. Videos? Yeah, it like it goes fucking whirlwind. Their tail mm-hmm. like this flicking their own butthole. Yeah. Tossing their poop all over the place. You're not, it's not intimidating. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But when they're swimming at fucking 45 miles an hour. All you see <laughs> is this like dark black fucking shape under the murky ass water coming at you like as fast as your fucking speedboat. Terrifying. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. If I, okay, would you rather be attacked and killed? Be attacked. You might live. Who knows? Okay. By a hippo or a, or a chimpanzee slash baboon. Like that that size type monkey. Um, I'm going to say hippo. I feel like a hippo would kill me quicker. It'd be quicker. And they also like they don't have the same sort of limbs as chimps. The only thing they will use, the more likely thing for them to use to Just kill their you body is their body weight, their mouths. Their legs are very short, so they're probably not going to stomp on you. They're going to put you in their mouth and crush you with their jaws. Yikes. Like elephants have done, actually. More likely, though, is that they'll crush you, grab onto you, and make sure they can't, like, they've got a good grip, and then drag you under the water. You're going to drown. That'll probably be how you die. Yikes. Well, I'd rather drown than bleed out because my limbs got ripped off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah. that, was a, that was a no-brainer for me. I was yeah. like, I'll take the hippo, because the hippo is going to be, like, a huge, literally a huge, like, fat, rippling, blubberous asshole, diarrhea-spewing, yeah. tail-flicking asshole. Is going to like crush my fucking leg or something and then like drag me under the water. I'd rather have that happen than have like both my arms ripped out of my body and then be beaten with like the wet end of my removed (laughs) removed arms. Yeah. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. Yikes. Mm hmm. Well, there's a reason why chimpanzees are not pets. Neither are hippos. Yes. Same same with hippos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never seen people own any hippos. I've seen people own chimpanzees. And then they get attacked mm-hmm. by them and, you know, they lose half their face and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen those. Those are. F- oh, I've so far. I've only seen one. But. They're f- they're fun in the story. Not fun to to live the story. I'm sure. What's fun in the story? Well, just hearing that a chimpanzee fucking fucked your shit. That's not fun to me. I, I hate monkeys. I never, ever want to be in a situation where I'm like with monkeys in person. Monkeys are assholes. I hate them. They're assholes. They're terrible. They're bold and like smart enough that they like they'll get like 
like grow balls on them and think they can sneak up on you and snatch your goods. And when you're like, hey, no, that's mine. That's when they get all like fucking bitey and you get like rabies and shit. I don't want rabies. I don't want fucking rabies. They're gross and ugly and I hate them. And they like jump up on tourists and like fuck on top on top of their fucking. Oh, they do. They fuck right on them. They steal your like your souvenirs and your purse and stuff. Hate them. They're going to they're going to they're going to fuck on top of you and then they're going to steal your camera. And those are the ones. Those are the small ones that you could like you could legitimately take on. You You could could you could take them on one at a time. At least you could take them and beat them. And the other ones are pussies. So they'll get scared and they'll run away. Uh huh. But those are the small ones, and I still hate those. And the big ones, the only thing I enjoy about monkeys is watching, like, male, like, like territorial male gorillas find mirrors in the Oh, charge the mirrors? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Those are amazing. Those were amazing, and I definitely enjoyed that. But I don't give a shit about monkeys, and I never, ever want to be around them ever. Yeah. Same same here. Same here. Hate them. Their tails are interesting. But other than that. Wait, what tails? Like, their tails. The monkeys, not the chimps. Oh, the gibbons. Yeah, like how the, the like the monkeys have like the tails that like grab things and stuff. That's interesting to me. Sure. Yes, I can agree. But other than that, I'm not interested. Not interested. I hate you. No desire to be around you at all. Yeah. Just like a hippo. I don't Just care. like a hippo. Yeah. I don't want to be near you. I think you're stinky and gross and it's amazing how like like, you know When you're running through like the bush and like there's nothing but sand around, yet you're moist. How? How? How are you always wet? How? Always. Yeah. You're not even in the water. I don't know. Is it sweat from all the diarrhea you're flicking at? Like, Is it mucus? Is your body just spewing mucus everywhere? Like a snail? Oh, yeah, like a snail. Big, angry, poop flicking they're snail. Just, they're just like slugs. Hate them. Like one ton slugs. Big, ugly, nasty, dopey fucking toothed slugs. I hate them. Gross. Hate, hate, hate. You know what I don't hate? Reading our emails from fans. I don't hate that. I actually quite enjoy that. David was one of those. That's how we got this episode. That's how we got it. How did he how did he email us, Jessica? I'm glad you asked, Jacob. Thank you so much for that. So if you liked what you heard and you would like to suggest uh, an episode topic for us, you can do that by reaching out to us at um, fanmail at threeshotsin.com. We read, we respond. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you'd like to follow us, See what we're up to on the medias. You can follow me at that underscore Honduran on Twitter. You can also find me uh, at at three shots in on Gab. I don't know who's on there now. I used to have a Parlor account, but then that went down. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy. I really liked Parlor. I just ignored all the political stuff. It's the same as it's honestly. It was like a twin. I mean, see, that was Twitter. why I didn't like Parlor. I went on Parlor. I saw only political stuff and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to jump on parlor. That's why I hated Twitter at first, because that was all I found. And you were like, no, you just need to find like, you know, the funny people. Yeah. You have to like, you really have to dig and then you'll find them and you'll enjoy it. And I did. I have that now. And then parlor just has had so many technical issues in the past year. So we'll see where that goes. They won't exist soon. I'm I'm at Jess from three shots in on that. So we'll see. I might go back to it. Who knows? Who knows? You can also find us at Three Shots In Podcast. On Instagram? We do, yes. We go live every Saturday. Well, I guess not every Saturday, but most Saturdays. Yeah, sometimes we're indecisive and we don't know what we're going to take shots of. And so we let whoever's in the live decide. That mm-hmm. could be you. That's how That's how Jacob 
uh, has found himself in situations where he has to take more shots of that peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, don't do that to me, guys. But you know what you can do for me is like, rate, and subscribe. Whatever, wherever you listen to us through your ears, you know, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Like, rate, subscribe if you're able to. Mm-hmm. We, we would definitely appreciate it. We would also appreciate for all of you listeners to be just like our beloved David, who found faith in us. Be like David. And subscribe to us on Patreon. All this time we spend putting these episodes together. I know that the episodes, when we're done, end up being about like an hour and a half, hour and 45. I promise you, they're never less than like three and a half hours. Yeah, no, they have to be chopped down because we get very ranty when we're drunk. Very ranty. ShotsIn.com. That'll take you to the Patreon page and you can subscribe. Give us some cash flow so that we can pay off our debt and buy more booze. And hire an editor so that these can actually get out on time or we can work less and devote more time to it, to getting them out on time. Yeah, the less we work, the more time we have for you. Mm-hmm. I actually, legit, I can't wait until we're able to record not here because we won't have to wait for the kids to go to bed, which is why we record so late. Yeah. Which means it'll free up if we're able to record like at an earlier time, a more reasonable time, then we can have more guests on. Yeah. I love having guests. Yes. Because many guests are like, no, I don't want to start recording at 10 p.m. And I'm like, oh, my God. Quit being such a baby. fucking loser. Idiot. God, what are you, 80? Well, guys, shit, I think that's it. Yeah, that's all. I think I think that's it. I think we're done. This has been episode 24, probably, more, more than likely. Very likely. Of Three Shots In. The topic, again, I know you heard it, was sent to us by our patron, David. Thank you, David. We love you. You and very important person, you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. Yes. We Googled you. I know how important you are. You have a special place in our hearts, David. And thank you for getting us that much closer to paying off <laughs> this recording equipment. We love you. We love you, David. Okay, bye. This has been Three Shots In. See you next time. Oh.